Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Today on the podcast, I have my incredible client, Emily from The Gifting House, a beautiful bespoke gifting company. And she has been hanging out with me in Business for Life over the last three months. And she has just collapsed time to the most incredible extent. She went from feeling burnt out and stuck in her business and not really earning any profits in the way that it was structured to shifting a ton. She took so much action. She was so ready to just lean in, shift her mindset and all of the self-sabotaging things below, people-pleasing we unpack all of the shifts that she made over the last three months to completely change her business and herself. Like I had seen so much incredible growth from her personally, as well as in business. And she has just quit her full time job, which once seemed like a really, really far away goal for her. So cannot wait to share with all the goodness in this session. And she asks me a really awesome question at the end, all about how to step into being your future self. So stay tuned till the end for that hot seat coaching question. Let's get into it. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. Like it has been a wild ride for three months, hanging out together inside business for life. But for those that don't know you, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your business. Of course. So I'm Emily. I own The Gifting House and what I do is make beautiful gift boxes for other businesses and help them celebrate their clients. They are so beautiful. (laughs) They're amazing. Let's rewind a little bit. I want to take us back to about three months ago when we first started working together and what your business kind of looked like at the time and how it felt for you. What was the day-to-day life? I almost can't remember what it was like three months ago because I've grown so much since then and I feel like I've just shed this whole entire layer of myself. But at the time, because I was working full-time and trying to grow a business, I just felt like I was trying to keep my head above water and just yeah, do what I could to survive and keep my business alive. So what was your day-to-day life like? Because you were obviously juggling full-time job, being a flight attendant and running a business. What did that look like? So basically I would wake up at 2.30 in the morning and then get ready, drive to the airport. Um, I had to leave quite a bit of time, do a couple of flights and then come home and basically just work on my business for the whole afternoon and then still be on social media in the evening and not really have a break at all. Which is crazy because before the afternoon, you've flown across the country and back (laughs) before you even get started on your own business. That's a lot. So what did your business more so look like? What kind of 
clients were you working with? How was all of that working? So I mostly, yeah, do work with other businesses. And what we do is they'll come to me looking for a gift box to give to their clients when they sign up or to say thank you or things like that. And I'll curate it for them and we'll kind of, yeah, send them as they need them. And that's what it looked like three months ago. And it was really great, but the way I was doing it wasn't working for me to have a future in my business, if that makes sense. Yeah. So at the time I was doing a lot of people pleasing and not setting any boundaries. And basically I wasn't making any money to be able to support myself. And that was not leading me on the right track to be able to leave my full-time job as well. Yeah. And so you had a goal. The goal was to quit the full-time job. Where are you at now? So I'm currently fulfilling my last few weeks of flying. um, And this was a massive, massive leap to take. And I had to work through so much to actually be able to press send on that email (laughs) and actually resign. Oh my gosh. I am so bloody excited because I remember chatting with you maybe even like a month ago and you were sort of saying, yeah, maybe next year, maybe mid next year, like quite a long time away, you were kind of putting this goal into the distance and something just clicked for you. And you were like, holy shit, I can do this. My business is so well on its way to being the success. I'm ready to take this leap. And it doesn't just happen, right? It doesn't just happen that easy. So what were some of the shifts that you made? Because it's way easier to stay stuck in our comfort zone, way easier to just stay in the hard situation where the business is ticking along, feeling a bit burnt out, doing the job and, you know, making a bit of money, but it wasn't really fulfilling you. So what were the the realizations or the shifts that you made to get to that point? So at the time I was, yeah, going about my day-to-day life and really struggling with having no energy and no space for anything. And then I eventually realized that I can't grow because there's no space for me to grow both physically and mentally. And there was one day where I came home, I was so exhausted. I'd done a 12 hour day, had about two hours sleep and I had to take my pet to my dog to the vet and I was driving and I felt like I was literally just going to crash my car because I was so tired and so exhausted. And I was like, something has to give. And that's when I was like, I'm not going to give up on my business. I'm going to quit my job whether it be tomorrow or in a couple of weeks, but I need to start taking steps to actually be able to quit my job. And yeah, one of the biggest blocks I had was actually being able to rely on my partner and not being able to contribute financially once I had left my job. So I guess there was that fear of not making any money and all of a sudden my income just stopping. But obviously I had the evidence that the income was there and I will be able to grow my business once I have the space as well. And I kind of just had to work through that my, like with myself and with you as well and talk to my partner about how I felt, where I was at and basically say, I can't keep doing this and my business is not going to grow. 
if I don't make the space for it. That's huge to have that realization and just be like, something's got to change, but it's not going to be the business. That is what I value. That is what I believe in. That's what I want to do. And I'm choosing this path. And I just thought to myself, I have worked way too hard to give up on my business. And you see like on Facebook groups and things like that, people like, nah, business is too hard, shutting it down. And I was like, no, because growing my business and the whole reason I started a business will lead me to the life I want in the future. And I'm not giving up on that. That is one of the most powerful things that I see. And this is honestly why I don't believe in failure because everything is a choice. Like you could have easily chosen the easy path, the job that you know brings in a certain amount of income for you each month. You know, you know what to expect there. You've done it for so long, but you were like, I'm going to choose the unknown. I'm going to choose this other path and go all in on it. And we always have two choices. And that's really, really cool. And I think that is the key to really creating a success because if we always have one foot in, one foot out, and it's like, maybe it could be a success. If I didn't have a job, then it could be successful. We always have like an excuse or a reason to fall back on, on why we aren't living up to our passions or our desires. And that's probably oftentimes a lot of the reasons why people give up because it is too hard or they don't want to have to go all in because then we have to fully see ourselves and how we are choosing to create our own reality as well. So that takes a lot of confidence and a lot of bravery. Definitely. And also one thing that I was doing is telling myself, yep, I'll quit my job in six months or a year when I have extra money and when I have this and when I have that. And then I was like, why can't I have it now? What difference is it going to make doing it in six months? Yeah, I might not have, I might have a little bit more money in the bank, but I'm still going to be faced with the same challenge. Yeah. So cool. What were some of the shifts that you made from within your business? Because like you mentioned, the income wasn't really adding up. You were just sending boxes whenever people wanted them. It was like, Hey, whatever you need, I'm here. And I know that you started to put in a lot of boundaries and shifting a lot of the business models. So to share with everyone, what were some of the structural or business shifts that you created? Yeah. So one of the things I started with was just setting boundaries in the sense that I'm not going to reply to a DM straight away. And I'm not going to reply to that email today because I was just not being task focused and I was getting so sidetracked. So I started small with those kind of boundaries. And a huge thing that I had to work through was like setting order minimums and budget minimums as well. Um, Because what I was doing was putting together these gift boxes and ordering the stock, but not taking a deposit. And kind of just putting myself out of pocket. And then when people don't order this specific stock that I can't use anywhere else, it goes to waste. So what I started with was new clients that came on. I set those boundaries and I set that bar. And then they were like, yep, happy with that. All good to go ahead. And I would take deposits or full payments. And that started to build evidence that it was safe to do so. So then I had to go back to my old clients and be like, this is how we're going to do things from here. 
And yeah, that was huge because if I didn't do that, then I don't have a business that's going to last because I was barely able to pay myself. And how am I supposed to order new stock or create new products or even just have a lasting business if I can't take deposits and actually make a profit? And a lot of the time that I see people, and this is obviously the whole idea of business for life, a lot of times when I see people stuck in that hustle or burnout or like just working nonstop, it's because there's no safety in our business. And our mind is like, if we stop, then everything's going to fall down and we're going to lose everything. And, you know, all of this is just going to hit the fan basically. And by setting those boundaries, by creating that level of safety in the income and how you run your business and running it profitably and increasing your prices and all of those structural changes get to create that safety, which then allow ourselves to build self-trust, to build self-confidence, and also then be able to take big leaps and big dreams. And so that's where I see a huge part of it is mindset and the structural things, but they don't have to be super complicated. And I think that is something that you've done so well is not try and look for a 50,000 step strategy. You like, I started with the small things. I started with building some self-trust on, you know, implementing these boundaries on taking deposits and then, you know, implementing it wider saying, take it or leave it. This is how I'm running my business kind of vibe. And all of that creates the structure that we need. Definitely. Totally agree. And another thing that I had to work through a lot was people pleasing and because it's your business it's your baby you don't want to disappoint anyone and you do want people to stay so I was doing things like delivering gift boxes at like eight o'clock at night and yeah just things like that and once you stop doing that and start setting the boundaries it makes your business a safe place Mm. so there was so so much that you've moved mindset wise and business wise and the structure and everything. And I think it's really incredible. What were some of the biggest wins or achievements that you created over that time? One of the biggest wins is not actually like a financial win. It's from setting those boundaries. I now have a lot more time and I'm now asking myself what tasks really matter and what can I move around in my business so that I can actually live my life? And I think that's really powerful and rewarding. You do come back to the reason why you started your business in the first place, which for me was I want to be able to go to events, family events without saying, oh, I have to work or, you know, be able to do something during the day. For example, see my nan or walk my dog or go to the beach or whatever you like. And what I was doing before was the total opposite of that. So the biggest win for me is being able to put those things in place so that I can have a lot of flexibility. That's really, really cool. Oftentimes success can be measured by dollars. And we know that the most important thing is like, how do we feel? Because we can feel successful today. We can feel successful whenever we want. There's millionaires who don't feel successful, but there's people with no money who feel like the most abundant. 
people, which is so, so cool. But if we are going to talk about the money side of business, what were some of the wins on that side in terms of how you shifted your business? So now taking deposits, I have better cash flow and I'm now able to pay myself a proper wage, which is obviously very important um, when you're leaving your full-time job. And I have a bit more money there to grow my business and bring in exciting new products as well. And that's really cool. That's so, so good. So how did you find the process? Because three months is a pretty short time in the span of your life, in the span of your business, in the span of your career, but you have shifted so much. And I've just seen the confidence and you as a person just grow so much as well as your business. So how did you find the process of business for life and how did it maybe differ to other programs you've done before? So When I first joined Business for Life, I had actually listened to a podcast and in the podcast it said, you need to show the universe that you're serious. So that's when I joined Business for Life. I had done a program before where there was nothing wrong with the program, but I felt like because of the person that I am, I didn't have any space there. I kind of just slipped behind and I wasn't doing any of the work and I really didn't know why. So when I joined Business for Life, in the first call, I remember you saying that this is a safe place, there is space for you, and, you know, I'm here to hear you out and we're going to work through these things together. And that just, yeah, it just changed my world because I had never heard anyone say that before. Yeah, sometimes you do need to hear that. You do need to hear someone say directly to you that, I'm here for you and I'm here to hear you out and we're going to work through everything and just, yeah. So what that led to was me having complete trust in you and the process. And I knew that everything I was doing from then was going to lead to my success later. And I not only trusted you, but I started to have a lot of trust in myself because I was being heard and everything that we talked about, I was able to action and then start to see evidence that was working. And yeah, we saw results from there. And it's just testament to you actually doing the work as well. Cause I think it can be so easy to be like, cool, I've joined the program. Now I'm waiting for my results, (laughs) but you were just like, I'm here. I'm taking this seriously. I'm showing the universe. And you went straight in and The other piece that I'll take out of that is that it is just, there's nothing wrong with any program or anything like that, but it's finding the right one for you. The person that you resonate with, the environment and all of that as well, which is amazing. And I've loved hanging out with you for three months as well. And obviously we're going to do some more work together as well. So it is just going to (laughs) explode. It's going to explode from there. Thank you for sharing your journey and it is super, super inspiring. So thank you for that. Now I'm going to throw it over to you because I am doing this new segment at the end of the podcast where you now have an opportunity to ask me a hot seat question and get some bonus little coaching. Yeah, definitely. So one big thing that's been hanging over me is obviously I am stepping into a whole other level. And I want to start making decisions 
based on my future self and kind of stepping into my higher self as well. Do you have any tips or advice around making those kind of big decisions and future pacing in your business as well? And I love that because there's a whole section in business for life. (laughs) There's a whole meditation track in business for life about that as well, hypnosis track. But in terms of becoming our next level self or stepping into our future level self, we need to first identify who is that? Like, who is that? What kind of traits do they show up with? How do they show up? What kind of decisions are they making? What are their goals as well? Like gaining that clarity on where am I going? What does success look like as my future level self? And once we can start to see, okay, this is who I am, that becomes somewhat of a blueprint. It's like, cool, my future level self is confident and doesn't get overwhelmed with self-doubt. Like we all, of course, have moments of self-doubt, but doesn't let that overtake everything. And so then it's just what I would say is small steps again and observing in the moment. Like mm, in that moment, I did get overwhelmed with self-doubt a little bit. And next time I now have that in my tool belt, I now have that as an awareness piece. And next time I'm going to just be a little more confident. Because one thing that I see people make wrong about doing this kind of self-development work or stepping into future level self, it's like, damn it, I'm so bad. I just did that thing again that I'm trying not to. Damn it, I wasn't confident enough. And, you know, oh my gosh, I put myself out of my comfort zone, but I was so nervous and that was wrong. And it's not making ourselves wrong, but just being like, okay, amazing. Now I get to step forward on this. And I think the key is just going to be awareness and then observational energy from a really neutral and loving point of view. It's like, oh my gosh, you did amazing because you now have experienced, and this is your first ever podcast, which is so cool. So your next level self is going to be on podcasts, going to be doing all the fun stuff and you're getting out of your comfort zone and you're doing amazing. So I think that's the key is like celebrating our wins and our progress along the way to build the proof in our minds and and build the trust as well. Oh, I love that. Yay. (laughs) So thank you so, so much for hanging out. This is honestly such a fun time and cannot wait to just see all of your continued growth into the future. Thank you so much. It was so fun. Yay. Thanks, Emily. 